G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision. Well, there's an especially relevant quote from the author of a book called An Orphan's Tale that goes, A wife who loses a husband is called a widow. A husband who loses a wife is called a widower. A child who loses his parents is called an orphan. There is no word for a parent who loses a child. That's how awful the loss is. Well, with Christmas almost upon us, we might be especially mindful this year of those who'll celebrate Christmas without one or more of their children. Ladybird Care Foundation provides bereavement care that supports and empowers grieving families to find hope and purpose once again, creating pathways for healing. What a pleasure it is to welcome Wendy Collins, who is General Manager of Ladybird Care Foundation. Wendy, a special welcome along to 2020. Oh, thanks, Neil. Lovely to chat with you. Wendy, the Ladybird Care Foundation, it is a charity, and mm-hmm. you're there to support bereaved parents. Tell me about Ladybird mm-hmm. Care. Well, as you just mentioned, um, we operate a, a unique peer mentor program to support parents whose child has died and that child could have been of any age, whether that was from uh, infancy right through to adulthood. And so our volunteer peer mentors with that sad lived experience of, of, of the death of a child receive high quality uh, training and support. From We've got a professional team of social workers and, and uh, psychologists who train them and then support them with continuing supervision to enable those mentors to extend empathy and and companionship and support for bereaved peers. And that's all free of charge, of course. That uh, name, Ladybird Care, that flows from, from what I understand, Lily Ladybird, an affectionate Mm. name that your founder had for his little girl. Uh, What's the story? Oh, that's correct. So Wayne and Marie Pascoe, uh, had a beautiful daughter who lived to the age just before her 18th birthday uh, where she had, had had some ongoing health issues throughout her life but sadly unexpectedly passed away at 18 and her her nickname uh, was Lily Ladybird and uh, so in honour of Emma, that's the name of our foundation but Wayne and Marie and um, the founding directors of Ladybird Care wanted to start um a charity that would support parents so that, that no other parent had to experience uh, going through this journey alone in the way that Wayne and Marie felt. As they left the hospital and the door shut behind them, there was zero bereavement care and they didn't want that to happen to any other parent. So they found that the most help they had was from parents who'd likewise walked a similar journey and they felt understood and, and less isolated when they talked to those parents. And special times of the year, Wendy, and uh, that mm-hmm. might be, you know, special times that have wonderful family memories and birthdays mm-hmm. and times mm-hmm. like this, the lead up to Christmas. How are people and parents who've lost a child feeling at this time? 
Yeah, it's it's a really tough time for them. Um, it's often quite a complex struggle because they're wanting to have joy, and yet there's a, it's just a time that's tough to navigate for them as they are trying to celebrate Christmas without their precious child, and and all of the other family things that come with that, and the celebrations we have, um, experiences and memories from over a lifetime of a child or from just a short time or the grief of not being able to share those things with a child. So, yeah, Christmas particularly, um, anniversaries and birth dates, anniversaries of a child's passing, their birthday, they're all, they're all tough times. But, yeah, we just want to acknowledge that, that Christmas can be quite difficult and, and we want to stand with parents um, whose child of any age has passed away. Your thoughts here on grief. Now, mm-hmm. when we lose a loved one, and uh, as mm. I think you're indicating, it's all the more powerful in its way of causing us to have a, a dreadful something on the inside that doesn't add up. But grief that's got that potential for being an insurmountable challenge, and we think that somehow or other it'll go away quickly, sometimes it doesn't. How do you describe grief, and especially in the heart of a parent who loses a child? Mm, I think your opening comments said that we don't even have a, a word to describe that uh, for a parent who's lost a child. But I guess to say grief, it's it's complex and, and no one person's journey is the same. Uh, and yet having someone else who at least has can provide that, that ongoing care and support, human connection, and providing a hope that, you know what, that person got through it. There's hope that I'll be able to get through this as well, through this grief. And I just say too, grief is not a, it's not a mental illness. It's often misunderstood. It's a natural emotion to loss and it's a response to that. But grief, when it's not supported um, with timely you know, care and et cetera, can have a significant impact to people's mental health. I just heard a gentleman today describe it this way. He's um, one of our, our parents who's a bereaved dad and he's been uh, supported by a mentor and he's a rock climber. And he said, you know what, walking with my mentor, he can't walk this journey for me. But I understand he's been there before. And what he does, he provides, it's as if, and he painted this beautiful picture. He said, it's as if he's showing me the next handhold or the next foothold. You know, it's a bit of a tall mountain and I have to walk this journey myself. But my mentor is just helping me to see where I can get the next hand or foothold. And that, he said, is my hope for for the future. Isn't that beautiful? It's beautiful. And especially Mm. at this time of year, because Mm. even if you can feel as though you're on top of it or past it or that, that happened a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sometimes there's a trigger, and Christmas time and all of those family memories can be a trigger, can't they? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's where a peer, peer mentor who's been through maybe their first Christmas or their however many Christmases it might be, go, oh, look, here's what worked for me. And, you know, some, there's some really helpful things, and it might be just acknowledging. Um, how you're feeling and acknowledging you're going to have a range of emotions over this period of time from sadness to, to, to anger and even moments of allowing yourself to have some joy. Um, one thing that someone has said is make sure you create some new traditions that, that honour your child, whether that be, for some people it might be lighting a candle or setting up a special tree or putting special ornaments on a tree or volunteering you know, for a charity to do something in honour of your child or you know, writing them a letter and just spending time at their favourite place or their resting place. Some of those things can be really powerful and helpful for the for a parent's healing.
Because we don't want the memory to disappear. We want to be able to remember without the hurt and without the pain that it is when it's triggered, perhaps at a time like this at Christmas. And the peer mentors you talk about, Wendy, Mm -hmm. these are people who have been through something similar to Mm -hmm. what you're going through in your time of grief. Exactly. And that's the real power of it's not your journey, but they understand your journey because they've walked a similar journey. And you mentioned the word remember. You know, that is so important to remember, to say a child's name, to honour them. You know, once upon a time, sadly, you know, a child would would die and, and parents felt that the right thing to do was not mention their name and remove photos. But actually, it's the, the healing process. We want to say their name. We want to honour them. We want to remember them. And bereaved parents, they can just pick up the phone and call, can't they, to this program? Um, They could be referred by a family member or from a friend or professionals too can can link people Mm. to one of your peer mentors. Uh, Is it an Mm -hmm. easy process? I mean, if you've gone through this sort of grief, uh, someone Mm. just to link you to the right people to talk, is that as easy as it is? Absolutely. And sometimes just that little nudge of a friend or family can be the most powerful thing. And you're right, we've tried to make it as easy as possible for a a parent who uh, has recently lost a child, or maybe it's been a number of years and you've just never reached out. So um, on our website, ladybirdcare.org.au, people can just fill in a really simple, yep, I'd like to know some more. Here's my phone number or my my email or we've got a number I don't know if you'd like me to give that to you now but uh, yep. people can call our, our specialist uh, mentoring line so that's 0457 655828 okay so that's 0457 655828 and an important right. element of giving a number like that and I'll give a website mm. too but this is uh, this is not going to cost anything because uh, some people might say, "Oh, I'd call I'd call for that special care, uh, but mm-hmm. uh, I can't afford it." And all mm-hmm. costs are run by a generous sponsor, a generous donor of Ladybird Care mm-hmm. Foundation. Is that the way it works? So you can pick up the phone, you yeah. can connect for nothing. It's free. Absolutely. And um, so we have a number of uh, generous donors and and corporate sponsors and. And we've received some grants as well that help us to to provide this service free of charge um, ongoing. And so we're wanting to make it as easy and as accessible for everybody as we can. And that's parents have said, look, you know, I've just had to have funeral costs or, you know, I've got other children to look after. I can't afford counselling. And, you know, not all parents, not everybody needs that sort of higher level support. We've got family and friends and they're, they're often great, but just to have someone else at sort of next level who's not a family or friend, but can provide some other support from, from that lived experience can be really vital. And Wendy, I don't want to let you go without saying <laughs> what it might be that for parents this year in the lead up to Christmas who might be experiencing that grief and they're mm-hmm. doing their best to do it on their own, uh, mm-hmm. how do you approach the grief that you feel? Uh, are there some special approaches that people can take? Just a, a few points that might get someone started in just taking a journey to try and overcome some of this pain? Mm. Look, I, there's lots of things and people can, um, can try myriad of things. But first of all, acknowledge your feelings. It's okay to feel how you're feeling and, and it's it's not necessarily a time that, oh, you should be 
feeling differently by now, that acknowledge how you're feeling and, and allow yourself to grieve in your own way and even at your own pace. Um, and as I said before, create some special traditions. Seek support. You don't have to go through that journey alone. Connect with a peer, a support group, a, and, you know, a grief counsellor if that's appropriate for you, but just someone who understands your grief. And, and uh, somewhat, talking to someone who's experienced similar loss can be a great source of comfort. Uh, and look, I think I'll just sum up by saying set some boundaries. Don't be afraid to communicate to your friends and family. Say, look, right now, I'm not doing too well today. I'd rather not come to this event or, hey, please invite me. I want to come along. So just let people know how you're doing and, uh, and that you want to acknowledge the loss of your precious child. Well, it is something special to talk about today. And uh, when you're a parent and you've lost a child and you're going through that bereavement and you'd like to have someone who can just walk alongside you in that time of grief, well, there's an organisation, it's called Ladybird Care Foundation. Wendy Collins has been our guest. She's the general manager of Ladybird Care Foundation. Let me give the website for listeners. And you might know someone who's gone through the loss of a child this year and you might like to pass on a website address. And I'll give that phone number too. But the website address is ladybirdcare.org.au. Ladybirdcare. Dot org dot au, and that contact phone number that Wendy gave, 0457 655 828. That's 0457 655 828. Wendy Collins, thank you so much for sharing these insights and this encouragement for listeners today on 2020. Mm, thanks so much, Neil. My absolute pleasure. All the best. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.